Welcome to the Domestic Draft Podcast. I'm Evan Bierman here with Dan Sloak. We're going to turn our focus to spring training today. I'm excited to talk about the Cubs. Uh, we got a special guest coming on as well. But first, Dan, what are you drinking? I have uh, the label really got me the can design. You can't really see it, but I'll explain. It's uh, yellow and green. Pineapple Express is the name of it. It's really bright. Um, nice. Caught the eye in the aisle. Uh, but it pours very, very dark. It's a New England hazy IPA. So uh, it's Bear Ridge Brewing Company. It's out here in Vista, uh, Southern California, uh, North County, San Diego, if you want to be specific, excuse me. Um, but it's 3.7 on untapped. It's a juicy IPA, melon and pineapple notes, uh, massive additions of Vic and Watuka dry hops. Um, it's really good. I just took the one sip. It's really refreshing, fruit forward. A little bit about the brewery. Um Terry Little uh, was a home brewer, and like most breweries uh, that we do on the show, small craft breweries start out as home brewers. Um, brewed so much that he needed to just expand. He was just doing it way too much. Uh, family had faith in him, allowed him to go and pursue this entrepreneurship uh, endeavor, and um, became super successful. Um, had this brewery, I think, from 2016 to 2020 when he sold it, uh, and now he's kind of in the beer world, working for a huge uh, company for like Western sales of beer supply. So, doing really well for himself. Started out small as a home brewer, 7.8 percent. So, get you be careful. Uh, what are you drinking, man? Nice. Not just a clever name. Uh, I have the Vox Pilsner. It's from Miskatonic Brewing. It's out of Darien, Illinois. It's uh, 4.9%. Gets a 3.59 on a tap. It's a pretty simple Pilsner. It's easy drinking. Uh, good beer for any any occasion. Uh, but Miskatonic, a little bit about them. They are a spot where you can just take a seat at the bar. Nice view of the tanks. Um, you know, you can head to the inner tap room. They got board games. They got a dartboard. Bring along a snack if you're feeling hungry. They don't have a kitchen there. However, at the end of 2022, they announced they will be opening a full-service restaurant in downtown Naperville this spring. So they're expanding, doing pretty well out in Darien. Uh, the space thrill. actually, yeah, the space actually, I guess, to be used to be a restoration hardware store, which is an interesting spot, I feel like, for a brewery to move into. So it'll be Fancy. interesting to see the inside design of that. But uh, speaking of keeping it interesting, we do have a guest coming on today. Her name's Caitlin Hendricks. She's a content creator for the MLB and the Chicago Cubs. You can find her on Insta and TikTok at Caitlin underscore Hendricks and on Twitter at Caitlin Hendricks with an X. Caitlin, thanks so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. That Twitter yeah. handle always gets me because they won't let me have my full name. Oh, that's so obnoxious. So I got to use the X. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you being on here. See you all over social media. Uh, see you cross posting your videos. So um, I just thought we'd have to get you on and kind of hear kind of what your story is and how you got started creating content for sports, specifically the Chicago Cubs. Um, so tell us, how did, how did you get started? Oh, gosh, what a journey. So I actually started making content when COVID started. And I was doing more like dating, millennial, like, I don't know, relatable content, not sports at all. Mm -hmm. uh, but I grew up with four brothers. I love sports. I've always loved sports, played sports in high school. And MLB came out with their TikTok creator class uh, two years ago, I guess coming on three years now, but uh, they you basically just had to make a TikTok. And then huh you'd apply for it with their hashtag. And I applied and I was like, no chance that I'm going to get this, but like, I'm going to do it. Cause that would be freaking dream. And I got it. So that's kind of what started the baseball trajectory. So I got to go to world series. I got to get some like behind the scenes access with the Cubs. Um, ironically, one of my best friends was one of the heads of social media for the Cubs. So it was kind of like a 
you know, double whammy. Good connection. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started doing that, did that for, uh, we actually ended up starting in September. So we're kind of like the guinea pig class where uh, we started at the end of the season and they were just figuring out what to do with us. But because of that connection, I stayed connected throughout the next creator class, class which was last year. Stay connected with the Cubs. I do a lot of stuff with Cubs. Um, get to do a lot of stuff with MLB. I was at Field of Dreams, All-Star Week, all that stuff. So just been making baseball content ever since creator class, basically. Wow. That's amazing. So (laughs) your advice would be just shoot your shot, whether you think you're going to shoot your shot, always shoot your shot. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, let's take it a step back, I guess, before that. Did you do any like stand up comedy or improv or anything? Because your videos are hilarious. So I'm just curious if you have any background in that. Thank you. No, actually, I think I took one acting class at uh at Second City. And that's about it. I was actually just asked the other other day how I get my sense of humor. I'm like, I don't know. My family's kind of weird. So it's got to be them, you know, who knows? That helps. Yeah. Yeah. Have you always been a Cubs fan? Oh, yeah. You have a favorite like growing up or all-time Cub that you kind of just hold on to? I love Rizzo. I just love Rizzo. I feel like he was such a good player with us and has a good personality and he does great things outside of baseball. So I'm like, you're just the best player ever. Did you get to meet him at all? No, it started like right after, right after he left. And I was like, Mm. (laughs) just so sad. One day. Come back around. uh, Yeah. yeah, Somebody you did get to meet though was Kyle Hendricks, right? And with that same last name, how often, (laughs) yeah, how often are you asked if you guys are related? Yeah. All the time. People always think that we're. Are you? uh, I'll never tell. (laughs) Yeah, I'll right. Just keep it going. Never tell. People always think that we're married. And I'm like, well, in all my videos, you don't see a wedding ring. So I'm going to nix that one. But are Very we married? Good. I don't know. I don't know. He's a nice guy. Seems like he'd just be like the best, even keeled, like nicest person you'd ever oh meet. Oh my gosh. I love him. He's so great. And he totally plays along with me every time I tell him that we're related, which is so fun. That's great. Good Good for the content. I, I'm curious because... We struggle as as our podcast of just like putting content out. Uh, we get like so distracted with our day to day. What does it look like for you to like? Do you like map out these videos? Is it like storyboarding going on? Or are you just like flipping through and seeing different trends and like, oh, I'm gonna do that? Or like, what's a what's a co- a day in like a content creator's life? It really depends on the day because I actually this isn't my full time. So my full time is like a nine to five, um, mm. which is also creating content. So mm. it's <laughs> like creating content full time, creating content for myself. Um, lots of content creation, but like, for example, like this week, I'm so busy with my nine to five that I haven't even had a second to think about anything. I'm currently editing like a get ready with me with my niece. She's five. And I just thought it'd be cute. Uh, I had nothing to do with baseball, but, um, it depends. So weeks like this, it's just like fly by the seat of my pants. If I see a trend that's easy to do, like I'll do it as I'm creating content for work. Mm. But, um, if not, like I haven't posted really like anything this week. But I know that this weekend I have free. So I'm planning on actually like planning out content, what I want to do. Those are like my favorite weeks when I have time to plan out content. And I'll have like at least seven videos so I can post like one a day and then like have room for trends if something were to come up, Um, especially in baseball, something crazy happens. Like I like having things that are like lip synced that I can change the text on depending on what's going on. Um, But it's really, it really depends. So Planning things is my bread and butter. That makes my life so much easier. Um, definitely with my like skit based content that I make, I definitely plan those out and I definitely um, write scripts for them. If you've seen my mic'd up videos where I'm inserting mm-hmm. myself into mic'd up, 
uh, moments. Those are definitely mm-hmm. my scripted. Um, but some of them just come to me in the moment and those are fun too, but planned is the bread and butter. <laughs> yeah. It seems right. like, so you're creating content all day long at your day job. And then, mm-hmm. you know, afterwards, I mean, how do you keep from getting burnt out? I feel like we've been seeing some, some people lately that maybe have started, you know, around the same time you did, I guess, you know, when, when COVID started, I know it's really when Dan and I started this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you keep from getting burnt out when you're maybe just getting into content creation? Honestly, you kind of sometimes have to just step away and realize, yeah, you need to be consistent with content. You need to be constantly posting and like creating your brand and all that. But if it's actually getting to you and actually making you burnt out, it's okay to step away. Like TikTok's still going to be there. Instagram's still going to be there. Maybe you'll have like a couple of videos that are going to flop right when you come back, but eventually you'll get back to it where like I took, I want to say like two weeks off because I was just like, I'm exhausted. I need to take a break. And then I came back with a Patrick Wisdom thirst trap that had over a million views. So like, <laughs> you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, I was looking. I mean, 78,000 followers is no small feat. So congrats on that on TikTok. Yeah. I have never personally been on the app. It terrifies me. I feel like I'm just getting older and I'm just not going to do it. Uh, but I'm curious, like when you make these videos, is there a recipe that you're trying? Like, I don't know how it works. Is there a certain amount of time? Um, are you trying to gather, uh, gain attention right off the bat, uh, and not lose it? Like, what is it all about and how do you get success on that platform? Yeah. I mean, you definitely like getting hooks for your videos is definitely like the number one thing because people's attention span is I think three seconds or something like that. What was that? Um, people's attention span is like three <laughs> seconds. Oh, <laughs> got me, got me good. Uh, but so getting the people's attention right at the beginning is definitely what you need to do if you want them to stick around. Um, that could be with something that you're saying or with text on the screen. Um, like for instance, with that thirst trap, it was definitely the text on the screen because it starts with just me sitting there and I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know like what's about to happen. But if you're just rambling on and on and on and on and on in the beginning, like nobody cares about that. So you got to get them with a hook right away. Um, as far as like timing goes with like how long posts are, that changes all the time with TikTok half the time you'll hear they're pushing long form videos half the time they're pushing 15 second videos with a ton of text on it like it always changes so you just kind of have to experiment with stuff like that um but hooks definitely important evan should we try our first tiktok at some point do it we'll have to figure yeah next (laughs) time we're together i feel like we can just try that log (laughs) try to log in i love tiktok yeah we gotta Uh, we gotta get into that we don't have one yet yeah we got nothing on there you gotta Um, do it we're going to print, actually. I think that's our direction. Oh, We're going wow. to start doing okay. <laughs> fly- newspaper, maybe? flyers and staple them around the neighborhood. I think people are going to like that. That works. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, I noticed you were on WGN the other day, too. What's it like doing a guest spot on WGN, being in the studio there? I mean, is that have you done that multiple times? Is it just the one time that you were on there? That was my first time. Um, I've done a ton of like podcasts and stuff like this. So that was kind of similar this is the same but... thing as wgn this right here <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, it was similar it. in the fact that you're talking to somebody and it's you know radio-esque but um wgn i've known wgn forever because mm-hmm. i'm born and raised here so it was really cool to actually get to go there and be a guest on that and talk on the radio and have like my, my family i feel like i don't really know people my age who are driving around listening to talk radio but um my family was <laughs> do you oh yeah Wow, I do the aud- no no free ads, but Odyssey app uh, wow. out here in California do Chicago talk radio. I never do it. Um, <laughs> my family 
like we're so excited about it and it was just fun. It was fun to do. Um, we did some Cubs trivia that I was like really nervous about. I was like, I can't not know these things. Um, but we're good. I got most of them. I think I only got one wrong. Just Uh, wait. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm terrible at trivia. Like I could know everything, but the second you ask me a trivia question, it's like out of my brain. Don't worry. You're you're safe here. Um, I know you mentioned mentioned earlier you got to go to the World Series. You got to go to the Field of Dreams. Like, out of those, is there anything else above that? Like, what's the coolest experience you've gotten to be at through working with Major League Baseball? Honestly, Field of Dreams was my number one. I love that movie. And when they came out with the Field of Dreams game with the White Sox, I was like, oh, the wrong Chicago team. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I found out the Cubs were going to be in it, I was like, I need to go to this game. Like, I have to be there. This is what, like, whenever again, am I going to see the Cubs playing at the Field of Dreams? And I'd been to the Field of Dreams before when I was younger. My brothers played baseball all their lives, so they would have mm-hmm. tournaments everywhere. So my one brother had a tournament out in Iowa um, and I'd seen it, but the whole experience was so cool because one, they have like a million things going on outside of the game before it happens. And then you go into the game and I swear, I just had chills like the entire time when they were coming out of the fields, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's happening. So and then cool. I ironically had like all of the Cubs greats behind me, which I don't know how that happened, but Ryan Sandberg was behind me, Andre Dawson, like so many people, uh, Zobris was literally directly behind me. Um, and then the guy who played the dad, um, in the movie in, uh, in field, the, the, the big time actor. Yes. The actor, uh, Kevin uh, Costner. No, I can't remember his name right now. This is, uh, it's the ghost dad. So Kevin Costner's dad, oh, okay, um, okay. he was right behind me and him and I made a TikTok that was recreating the moment of, is this Iowa or is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Mm-hmm. And that was so cool. I was like, this is iconic. I'm never going to do anything cooler with my life. Yeah. We get, they're doing that every year, right? Yeah. Uh, not it. anymore. Not because, anymore. No, because I think they just sold, I think Frank Thomas actually bought it. Um, and that was the last one, at least for, uh, the foreseeable future. Dang. Frank Thomas bought the Field of Dreams. I'm pretty sure. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So read up on that after this. Just to uh, hold it for himself. No more games. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody else can come here. Um, so you know, you're you're big on social media. How do you see social media becoming a bigger part of a sport that everyone's constantly talking about is is dying? There's not enough people watching. How are they how is the MLB using social media to kind of draw in some of those younger viewers? I think by bringing in player personality, honestly, is doing Mm -hmm. a lot for that because I know I love seeing that. And I think a lot of people love seeing that. So getting the behind the scenes of the players, which people never really got to do before social media, because how else were you going to do that unless you were speaking to them directly? And that never got to to happen unless you're getting an autograph. So I think bringing them behind the scenes, getting to know the players, getting to see their personalities um, is definitely something that will help with that. And then also there's so much more to baseball than actually baseball, like than the actual game. And I think social media helps with that too. Cause like the food's great there. Just the experience is great. The people watching is great. So the beers are great. Um, and expensive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I think there's a lot. I know. I think that there's a lot there that you can get to bring younger people in to be like, Oh, okay. Like it's not just a boring game that I have to sit through. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I know. Like recently I was looking and uh, do the, do the Cubs like work with you on some of their posts or do they like, uh, Sometimes. like, yeah, like ask you like, what's trending, what should we do? Cause I saw like the nickname uh, one 
and they're all not coming like out that. like giving their nicknames. Yeah, no, I, I did like that one, but no, not like that. But we'll sometimes do um like Instagram collabs and mm-hmm. decide like, okay, here's an idea that I have and I'll like pitch it to them. Um and they'll give me the yes or no and then um go from there. Yeah, they should go on more podcasts, I think. I think all the Cubs players should go on more podcasts, specifically one about craft beer. Um, and about Chicago sports. Yeah. I think that would be great. I think, yeah. Give more access. Pass that along to Kyle. (laughs) You guys are at a family dinner or something. Yeah. 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 Next beef stroganoff dinner. Just, Hey Kyle. That's so funny. We were, I was at Cubs con, uh, in January and Ryan Dempster did a live taping of his podcast and it was so cool because it was like a late night show essentially where he was just mm-hmm. having all, mostly like the new players coming on like Dan's Dan's view was there Cody Bellinger um but it was fun because it was like a little Jimmy Fallon moment but with uh with Dempster yeah we actually Evan and I and, and friends we used to go to spring training all, every year oh, yeah? uh, before before COVID and we went the first year where they're at Sloan and I think it was like the first year Dempster did his like talk show and it was yeah. literally like they closed down the batting cages that were going on and put out like a picnic table. And that's yep. kind of like how it started. And now it's like massive, right? Now he's oh, got huge. this big stage. He does it before yeah. like Eddie Vedder goes out and performs. Yep. Um, do, do you go out to spring training? Are they, I'm are actually they... going in a week and a half, two weeks. Nice. I leave uh, on the 14th. Man, that, 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 that ballpark's the best. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's so like, fun. I feel like you ex- feel experience. like you're more part of the game there. Yeah, that like lo- the lawn seats too. Yeah, that's like, it. yeah, my favorite spot back there. Yeah. Nice view of the whole field and everything. It's just it's weather's warm. always perfect. Yeah, yeah. weather's <laughs> always perfect. Um, all right, so you know, there's a lot of new rules. There's a lot of different things people are talking about online the last few days specifically, and I think it's going to go on all year about you know the new rules that were implemented this year: the larger bases, the pitch clock. They got rid of the shifts. Are there any that stand out to you? I think the pitch clock's been getting a lot of uh, mm-hmm. flack lately. Um, but what do you think about these new rules? Are you in favor of them? Um, what do you What are you seeing on social media? Everyone hates the pitch clock. Like I have <laughs> only seen negative comments about the pitch clock. I get why they want to do it to like speed the game up, which is another thing I think with younger fans, they're like the games are too long. Um, so I think that that's part of them trying to do that. Um, I find it to be a little confusing sometimes. I don't like love it. I don't think I hate it as much as everyone else. Um, I think I just need to like see it play out more and see how it actually goes. Um, the one that everyone also decides to hate is the shift, banning the shift. And I actually kind of like it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's bringing athleticism back into the game. And like, if you're going to be in the major leagues, you should be able to hit at all times. And if you're mm-hmm. going to be in like playing defense, you should be able to field those balls. Like that's part of the game. So the whole mm-hmm. shift in general was kind of almost like cheating a little bit. Um, I agree. We, yeah. We've gone back and forth in this. I agree with you. Yeah. So I'm like, bring back the athleticism. And I think it's funny when like the um, people that are bring back the old baseball kind of people, like the older generation, but then they also hate banning the shift. And I'm like, but this is bringing back old baseball. So like, can we just lighten up a little bit? Yeah. Do you got any uh, any videos uh, in the queue for some of these rule changes that are going to be posted? Not yet, but like I said, this weekend is my planning weekend. I've got okay. the way I do it. I always have either a huge note in my phone with all these ideas that I have that I probably come up with like as I'm about to fall asleep, mm. or uh, I have a bunch of drafts in my TikTok that is just like my face, like doing whatever I'm doing at that time with text on it. Like this is what I want to do with the sound, or this is what I was thinking for this, and my drafts look ridiculous. <laughs> 
behind the scenes. Wow. You should do something with the, the massive bases. You should just like get an enormous base. Will, yeah. like, it's just like super big. <laughs> just can't get rid of it. Like, oh, these new bases are everywhere. Um, moving forward to the season. Also, like, are you, are you gearing up? Because you said you started around COVID. The Cubs were pretty bad during those years. And they just spent $300 million in this offseason. And it's like, if their trajectory is going up, do you feel kind of like your exposure is going to go up as well? Are you gearing up for a good season here? I mean, I hope so. I'm really excited about what we have. I feel like our entire infield kind of had like a revamp. Mm-hmm. I know we have like wisdom in Horner still, but um, I feel like our infield's going to be great. I feel like we're going to have some good bats. We got some pitchers. Like I think so far we're not doing great in uh, spring training. I think we are one in four. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's spring, spring training. training. Just spring training. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm excited for the season. I feel like we definitely, I don't know that we're going to be the division champs, but I feel like we're going to do better than we did last year. And it's going to be the first of many years of us being good again, I think. Um, which ideally, yeah, that does help me too. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, either way is fun to make content for, but it's just more fun when we're winning. So you don't have to make like sad Cubs fan content. Um, (laughs) So hoping that, yeah, they're good and that helps me. But mostly I just really want a good season and I feel like we're going to get it. Yeah. I mean, they're on the up and up for sure. Yeah. Um, There are a couple of players that have been injured. Saya and Steele both got scratched. Saya says six weeks minimum he pulled out of the world baseball classic mm-hmm. steel general arm fatigue that's never good for a pitcher so i guess we'll keep an eye on those two guys do you have any inform any additional information Insider on those info. two other than <laughs> sadness like we have i mean no no just sadness i know kyle hendricks is coming back i feel like um he's always just pretty consistent when he's good when he's healthy um i love having jameson on our team i feel like he was like, as long as he's going to be healthy too, I feel like he's going to be a really good addition. Um, and I met him at CupsCon too, and he's so nice and very nice. tall, like very tall. Um, that's kind of what I was going to ask, like going yeah. into the season with all the new faces, um, are there people you're excited to work with or hopefully get to meet? Are there already players where you can see, like, I know like Saya is really showing his personality, yeah. uh, asking his nickname and saying Justin Bieber. And everyone says he's yeah. like the funniest person. Um, are there players on this team you want to meet or work with and possibly create content with? Are you already seeing players doing it themselves and like respecting it kind of? I, so CubsCon was, CubsCon was amazing because I met so many of them and made so much content with all of them. And they were so all about making the content. Like they were excited about it. Patrick Wisdom was amazing. He was so down to do whatever I wanted. He was so cool. His wife is a gem. Um, so would definitely make more content with him. Um, I think Christopher Morell is a huge personality and I think yeah. that he would be so good in content. I don't think he makes anything because he does have like the language barrier, mm. but um, he's so great and I love him. And I was actually there for his first uh, at bat, his vir- first major league at bat, which was a home run out literally out of the park, mm. like, right by my face, which is awesome. <laughs> but I think he's fun. Um, who else? I really want to meet Dansby and make content with Dansby just because he's like a man of the people. I feel like we had um, dinner with him. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, uh, not knowingly, but we went out to dinner when I was home for the holidays at Chicago Cut. 
And it was the night he was in Chicago after he signed his contract, like oh or for God. press the next morning. And he sat at the table next to us. And oh, that is may so or may cool. not have we like, took, took a picture a with like, him. And, like, I hundred percent have to like <laughs> selfie with Dansby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, God. we went out to dinner with Dansby, and you know, Jim, Tom- Jim Tomey was there too. So yeah, did you really? Um, I did because I made a video that when all of like the short stops were going, um, I made a video that was something like, if Dansby Swanson, I found Dansby's registry. And if he comes to the Cubs, I will buy him the breadboards that he wants because nobody had bought them yet. And then he came to the Cubs, um, but the breadboards were taken. So I ended up donating to, I think the only thing left was to donate to a fund that he had on there. So I donated to that, mm. but I got him a wedding present and I'm just waiting for my thank you card. He's got to pay you back now. Right. Yeah. Just with video. I don't even need the thank you card. Just <laughs> make a video with me. <laughs> That's awesome. What a story. Caitlin, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, again, she's Caitlin Hendricks. She's a content creator for MLB and the Chicago Cubs. You can find her on Insta and TikTok at Caitlin underscore Hendricks and at Caitlin Hendricks with an X on Twitter. Caitlin, anything else that you want to want to plug on your way out? I don't think so. I think you just plugged everything that I have. Right. So Give her you. a follow. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, give her a follow. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. It's yeah, fun. Thanks. All right. Thanks again to Caitlin Hendricks for coming on again. That's Caitlin Hendricks. She is the content creator for MLB and the Chicago Cubs. You can find her on Instagram at TikTok at Caitlin underscore Hendricks uh, and on Twitter at Caitlin Hendricks, all one word, but with an X at the end of Hendricks. Evan, do you have a fast fact for us? I do, and it's related to spring training. Um, Dan, do you know what the largest spring training stadium is? What team is it? Largest spring training stadium. I'm going to say it's probably one in Florida. Um, so it's definitely not in where the Cubs play. What is that? It's called like the trop- tropical. No. What's the league in Florida called? I, I can't remember right now. Um, let's go with the, I don't know. I'm just going to random team Kansas City Royals. It is Sloan Park. It's the Cubs. So, oh, shit. geez, okay. I feel like I gave you a layup there, and you did not. You did not take it. It was too obvious. Uh, it was too obvious. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, sometimes it is. Capacity of fifteen thousand. Sloan Park is the largest spring training stadium by capacity in Major League Baseball, surpassing Camelback Ranch in Glendale. Coincidentally, in the spring training home of the Cubs' rival Chicago White Sox by two thousand seats. So, just a little bit better than the White Sox. Place is the so best. There's your. Yeah, there it, it is. It really is. And uh, we need to get back to spring training soon. But that's been our show. Thanks again to our guest, Caitlin Hendricks, for joining us today for Dance Look. I'm Evan Bierman. You've been listening to the Domestic Draft Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to rate the show. You can find us on Twitter at Domestic Draft, on Instagram at Domestic Draft Podcast. Our website is DomesticDraft.com. And you can watch the show on YouTube. Just search up Domestic Draft and drop us up. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Never saying love is the word